Contrary to popular belief, you can, in fact, mess with Texas. Especially if you're Mother Nature or Mexican, as proven at the Alamo. Mother Nature remains undefeated, however, sending Texas a regular diet of hurricanes, earthquakes, floods, forest fires, deserts, Guy Fieri, and yes, snow. This is about the political, economic, and moral failures that caused a week of cold weather to kill at least 29 people in America's most prideful state. This is Dumb People with Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. A state known for its sunshine and desert now battling ice storms and plummeting temperatures. We're talking about record-breaking cold temperatures. Let's clear up one misconception. The 2021 Texas blizzard was an actual blizzard. The National Weather Service in Minnesota declared the weather event as impressive as anything we see up here. Half a foot of snow and single-digit temperatures are a challenge anywhere, but Texas, a state as large as a country with few snowplows and an absurdly independent power grid, is one of the worst places to stick your warm tongue to an icy flagpole. Due to a long history of fierce independence, loyal patriotism, and a hatred of the federal government, Texas has evolved into an energy independent state. In fact, it's so independent that it neither A, gives or sells extra energy to the rest of the nation, or B, receives or purchases extra energy from the rest of the nation. America has three power grids, one on the east side, one on the west side, and one in Texas, barely connected to its peers. It's like the east coast-west coast hip-hop rivalry, with Vanilla Ice playing the part of Texas. The blizzard revealed this energy independence as a bug, while Texas had previously considered it a feature. It harkened back to the days when Anna Nicole Smith married Houston oil man J. Howard Marshall, the year 1935, when the state agreed not to sell power outside of its borders in order to avoid federal regulation. And while governors and lawmakers failed to fix this potential disaster in waiting for years, it really became apparent that Texas was going balls deep in this energy independence thing in 1999, when the electrical grid was delivered to a patchwork of grifters, oil men, energy companies, rustlers, bank robbers, ass kickers, shit kickers, and Methodists. It was a terrible idea. Thing is, this is what everybody in Texas wanted. Republicans, Democrats, Matthew McConaughey, everybody. And governor and future bathtub self-portrait artist, George W. Bush signed it into law. The state was not only energy independent, 
but deregulated. Even the Texas government couldn't manage the Texas power grid. It was instead left to honest Lone Star State businessmen in the energy sector, like Enron. This would turn out to be bad news for a state with 10 million doomsday preppers with a month's worth of canned tuna, but not a single snow shovel. Texas has been especially hard hit. Millions there are without power, water, or heat amid some of the coldest temperatures in over 100 years. Predicting a Texas snowstorm is a fool's errand unless you're a meteorologist or you were alive in 2017, 2015, 1985, 1973, or 1960. It happens only once in a Star Trek reboot. On day one of the blizzard, the National Weather Service issued winter storm warnings throughout the United States, including, for the first time in history, every single county in Texas. This was Valentine's Day, a celebration for new and old lovers alike. Instead, the cold caused men's balls to shrink three sizes that day. By day two of the blizzard, over four million Texans were left without power. Dallas recorded a negative two Fahrenheit temperature. The state closed down online classes due to the snow. The Texas power grid, unaccustomed to such extreme demands for home heating, became overloaded through ice, frigid conditions, and Whataburger home deliveries. This would not be a problem elsewhere, but due to the deregulation of the state's power grid and an inability to borrow energy from other places, Texas was forced into rolling blackouts as power demand far exceeded supply. Some things remain the same. A black man in Plano was arrested for walking in the snow, and a local mayor resigned after saying that freezing people who were burning their furniture for warmth were, quote, looking for a handout. In some ways, it was just a normal Texas day. By day, whatever the fuck of the blizzard, water pipes were bursting throughout the state. With power still unrestored throughout Texas, families without warmth or light now had no water. What water did flow into homes was often under a boil advisory. Although if they could boil water, they wouldn't have frozen pipes to begin with. Some families were forced to burn their mail for just a few moments of warmth in order to survive. This was when the enormous tragedy of human suffering became readily apparent. People were dying. A man in Abilene perished from not getting dialysis. Another man was found dead in his bedroom under the covers of his 30-degree home. Another succumbed to carbon monoxide poisoning from sitting in a running car, his only hope to stay warm. Another family had their entire home burned down due to a careless but absolutely necessary roaring fireplace. The very father of that family had died only weeks earlier due to COVID-19. 
Well, Texas is going through horrific storms, and millions of Texans have lost power, have lost heat, and have been hurt. And uh, our, our family was among them. We had no heat and no power. And uh, yesterday, my daughters asked if they could take a trip with some friends, and Heidi and I agreed, so I flew down with them last night. Here and now I'm headed back to Texas and back to continuing to work to try to get the power on. What's happening in Texas is unacceptable and a lot of Texans are hurting. Senator Ted Cruz is a Canadian-born lawyer, Harvard graduate, with a Cuban father, married to a Goldman Sachs executive, just a typical Texan. During the rolling blackouts, frigid temperatures, snow, ice, fires, coronavirus, and death, Senator Ted Cruz did what any ordinary Texan would do, book a flight to Cancun. Many people immediately criticized this immigrant for crossing the Mexican border to provide warmth and safety for his family, but none more so than their dog, who was left alone in a dark and cold home. Senator Ted Cruz left his sweet dog, Snowflake, behind as he ran away from Snowflakes, which is the exact opposite of John Wick, then became a Snowflake himself when his constituents told him he was full of shit. In a statement explaining his sudden vacation during a state crisis, Senator Meat Sweats explained it was blame your daughter at work day and that his kids had asked to go to Mexico. He was being a good father to accommodate them. Never mind that no kid has ever chosen Mexico over Disney, ever. Perhaps searching for the Nirvana of Senor Frogs or an oasis of warmth, this tool found the cure to his winter blues, no doubt. He took his queen to Mexico and criticized the offspring. In a stunning act of bipartisanship, Americans across the political divide agreed that a wall on the Mexican border was a smashing idea as long as Cruz is on the other side. While Ted Cruz is the opposite of John Wick, he's also the opposite of Nellie. He's got secrets that always leave Cancun. Deregulation of the energy industry is a difficult nut to crack, primarily because things like energy, water, canned goods, perhaps cable TV or telephone systems, they're all considered to be necessary for human beings and Texans to meet basic needs for a modern society. In these cases, often the government regulates these industries to make certain that these things are available and affordable. The Electrical Reliability Council of Texas, or ERCOT as it is called, is a nonprofit organization that is supposed to coordinate, not regulate, the many energy players in Texas. So ERCOT is the closest thing that the state has to regulation, but they don't really regulate. Even if it's a clear black night and a clear white moon, ERCOT's on the streets not regulating shit. 
If regulation by the government makes crucial infrastructure available and affordable, non-regulation makes it unavailable and horribly expensive. While Texans were shivering in their homes with no water, energy prices spiked due to the shortages in the power grid. One week prior, a megawatt hour cost about 30 bucks. During the blizzard, prices spiked over $9,000 for the same energy. Without a regulating agency, escalating costs were passed on to the consumer. And because there was no government regulation requirement to tell these customers, there was no forewarning. So now Texans are cold, thirsty, and soon to be bankrupt. No one could have guessed that this could happen, except in 2011, when another similar energy fuck-up happened, and a full 350-page report was written that emphasized that natural gas pipelines and similar structures desperately needed winterization. Texas lawmakers promptly ignored the report, much like they ignore self-sufficient women or the food pyramid. Several members of Texas ERCOT resigned, the second smartest thing they ever did. The first smartest thing they ever did was live in Michigan, California, and Illinois. They each had the wisdom to not live under the leadership of the state that had elected them to lead. Governor Greg Abbott, who looks exactly like the love child of Steve Martin and Jeffrey Epstein, emerged from his nest of pencil shavings and showed true leadership to shivering and starving families by encouraging them to use Google to find life-saving information. Then he announced that the problem was actually that the windmills were frozen. So this shows how the Green New Deal would be a deadly deal for the United States of America. Texas is blessed with multiple sources of energy, such as uh, natural gas and oil uh, and nuke. Uh, but you saw from what Trace said, uh, and that is our wind and our solar got shut down, and, and they were uh, collectively more than 10% of our power grid. First of all, windmills and solar panels work just fine in cold weather at least if properly built and regulated. The Mars rover uses solar energy in negative 45 degree weather, and that bastard's been sticking its dick in rocks for 10 years. Second, blaming the Green New Deal is pointless because the Green New Deal isn't law. In fact, we don't know what would happen under the Green New Deal but we know with absolute certainty that without the Green New Deal, Texas is susceptible to crippling winter storms that kill its citizens because that is exactly what happened without the Green New Deal. Finally, windmills and solar are like 10% of Texas total power output. Meanwhile, 90% of Texas was powerless, heatless, and waterless. That's like blaming 9-11 on the airport valet. When faced with unfamiliar situations, Texans have two reflexes. They either shoot it or barbecue it. Unfortunately, the snow was impervious to both a double-barreled shotgun and a big green egg. 
Yet sunshine has always proven to be snow's mortal enemy, which is why kids cry at the end of Frosty the Snowman. The snow did, in fact, melt. A week later, Austin, Texas was at a balmy 73 degrees. They say things are bigger in Texas. Perhaps it's the wide open spaces of dry, arid land around the West Texas Panhandle, or the remarkable stars as seen from the border near Ted Cruz's daughter's favorite vacation spot. The brisket is better, the hats are taller, the cattle are fatter. It's just a damn good place to live and a shame when people die during a Texas blizzard under difficult conditions, absolutely. But it's a million man-made mistake that caused it. Yep, everything's bigger in Texas, winter storms included, and assholes like Ted Cruz. Hey, thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 1 of Dumb People with Terrible Ideas on the 2021 Texas Blizzard. This podcast is produced and performed by Eric Gray. For other episodes, other seasons, and to contact me directly for writing, voiceover, or whatever, check out the website at ericexplains.com. That's eric, E-R-I-C, explains.com. Hey, and if you like the episode, please review it, share it on social media, and subscribe for future episodes. Review, share, and subscribe. It's important. Thanks.